The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Director Wes Clark and cinematographer Devon Smith are the creative team behind the series Groupie, the blueprint of a self-made millionaire. The show follows the journey of six women with troubled pasts who are brought together by the self-made millionaire Bella through mental, emotional and sexual manipulation. Bella coaches these women on how to become rich and successful like her. And Wes and Devon, join us now. How are you both today? I'm good. How are you? Great, great, man. Thanks. Uh, brilliant. For thanks. Taking the interview. What was it that inspired you to to take on the project of Groupie? So myself and my brother Evan, you know, we we go as the Clark brothers, and you know, we are a creative, you know, writer and director team. And um, so this is this this thing is based on true events. We actually uh, the the character Bella is an actual person that we know. You know, wow. that's based on an actual person that we know. And what happened was we were supposed to do it as a documentary. And um, she got cold feet <laughs> and uh, <laughs> decided to let us do it as a scripted series where we can make it a little bit fictional, but ba- but take her real stories and then do it. So in actuality, the, the, the five women are different aspects of her personality. Did you get any feedback from her or any criticism indeed? No, yeah, you know, no <laughs> criticism. She, 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 she really really enjoyed she enjoyed it so far at least she's yeah. like yeah pretty cool but you know all she wanted is like be able to get the stories out there at the same time she didn't want to uh offend anybody so we changed a lot of names and things like that and how else did you make sure that it didn't offend her and anybody else because i guess it's quite a difficult subject matter yeah i just prayed <laughs> that, she, <laughs> that she would uh you know prove now, I mean, she saw the scripts, you know, she gave us full, what she did was give us full control of the creativity side of it. Yeah. All we was basically did, we sat with her, we, you know, kind of like interviewed her in a way, but we were doing that for the documentary anyway. So we just took what she gave us and was like, okay, let's try to bring this to life and, and, and put, put a point out there that we was trying to put out. So she saw all the scripts even before we shot them. And for the five women that play Bella's proteages, what qualities did you look for in the actors? Oh man, you know, we just wanted to 
it, it's funny because these this this cast has been it's been a while putting this cast together. That's that's yeah. how it was. And this 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 project is probably a little over two years in the making before we actually got really able to went through a lot of cast members and uh, just trying to find that right. <clears throat> just really, I think uh, we were looking for the different quality. You know, if they could bring the characters and the actors, right? So we 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 always supply the actors with with uh, good background characters, right? And just to see if they could find a way to relate to them some way. Because every actor should be able to find a way to find something. Even if I'm not like that person, but something about them and me fits, you know? So <laughs> that's what it was. It, it took a while, but we, we 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 found the right cast finally. And Devon, you were the cinematographer for this yeah. series. Do you think that your cinematography was key to visually developing the series? I think everything kind of came together pretty well from the actors, the locations that that um West selected, and um I I, I hope it was an integral part of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, but the feedback that we've been getting, a lot of people are really in love with the cinematography. So I, I, I'm happy. I'm excited about that. Um, I just really was trying to get my brother's vision across because Wes came to me with the idea maybe two years, two, two, two to three years before mm-hmm. we actually filmed. And I thought it was a dope idea. And at the time, we were trying to um, kind of correlate our schedules because at the time I was super busy. Yeah. And he was like, look, man, I'm going to put down these dates. Um, try to make it out for me. So I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. So he, he set his dates because sometimes that's what you got to do, right? You can't keep talking about it. You just have to make something happen, put a plan together. So he put the dates down. I was like, I'm not sure who I'm going to be able to bring with me. But at the time, the dates that he selected, I said, I, I'll definitely be there and whoever I could bring with me. So my, I, I shout out to my team, um, Ronnie Homer, um, my cousin Six. They were the ones that was available. And um, that's pretty much the team. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, and all uh, my, my my boy Fuzzy, they were available. Yeah. They came, they rocked out with me. You know what yeah. I mean? We had a very small, small team, and we went in and we shot it. We did a lot of stuff with natural lighting. We maybe used one or two two lights just to bring up the light level in the rooms. But we kind of played a lot of things naturally, and it, it came out beautifully. The performance was great. So I'm. I'm very proud of it, especially since I hit Tubi and I've been getting a lot of phone calls. As you know, sometimes you feel like you got to have this everything planned out perfectly, but sometimes you just got to go and and do it. So I'm I'm really excited about the feedback and uh, I feel like the cinematography definitely helped the project. Yeah. And how did you go about conveying the glamorous lifestyle that these women have? Do you do your cinematography in a different way than you would for something else? I think every project I take on, I try to, um, I never try to stick to any one style. I kind of let the, the environment, the acting, the, um, the storyline guide guided so these were beautiful women and one thing i do i love to light women i love to see women so you know i i just try to make them look as make them just enhance everything you know what i mean like the light didn't really really sell them because we, we had we had a cast one thing with wes he definitely cast a beautiful woman you know so we had a whole cast of just gorgeous women so it wasn't a lot that i had to do i had to just pretty much turn on the light um and just find that angle and that was it 
Yeah. I tell you, it, it comes a little easy to him. <laughs> it seems like at least, but you know, the, the being a, you know, a filmmaker, you know, we had obviously in school, you had to go through lighting, you had to go through all this stuff. And I, I, I I'm not even going to hold you. Lighting to me was, was, was very hard. Like, <laughs> you know, the, the, the technique of it. And he's just, he's really good at it. And it's just like, but the key is to make it seem like it wasn't lit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, see, like right. regular life, like it wasn't lit. There aren't lights on these people. People. It's just right. like you're looking through your regular eyes and you see these people, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I really focus on what the light, the, the available light was already doing. And then I just brought in, brought in lights to just really get a soft image. I, I, I used some diffusion. You know, I did a lot of bounce, I bounced a lot of the lighting in the room too, just to keep it soft. Do you think a lot of people forget about lighting maybe outside of the film world? Because if you've never worked in film or studied it, you would probably never think that things have to be lit. Well, I yeah, hope they forget about it. That's right. That's the key. I hope, I hope they don't it. see it and be like, oh, he lit it with this, he lit it with that. I hope <laughs> they're, they're, um, they're, they're engaged in the story and not even thinking about the light. And I just hope that the image is grabbing them and making them, oh, let me watch this. You know what I mean? So I, I, yeah. I wouldn't, if they paid attention to the lighting, I, I, I'll probably feel like I didn't do a good job, you know? Yeah. I guess subconsciously, you want them to think about it. Subconsciously, they'll go, oh, it's dark. This is scary. Yeah. Subconsciously, I want them to feel what's happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, um, the, that's, that's the key word, feel. It's yeah. Like, you, lit, you know you did a good lighting job if that person feels what the mood that you, you know. So if it's nighttime and you're sitting in a car, right? Instead of a big bright light shining on you like it's uh, headlights, you know, he lights and puts a, a, a blue gel on the light and make it look like the moon. Do you know what I'm saying? So it makes it seem like this natural, yeah. natural light coming from you from our natural resource. Now, I've watched the first episode of the series and the show is quite fast paced so far. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, a bit of fast editing. Was that a conscious choice? Yeah, it was because we wanted to kind of drop you right into that world. It is a fast-paced world, you know. It, it's a real world. Like, people don't understand that there's real groupies out there that do whatever, whatever. But, um, and it just wanted, we just wanted to really kind of put you into, and we told two, we told two storylines, two backstories within that first episode, which we're calling the first chapter, calling chapter one. And then the next couple chapters will have two episodes as well. So it was done by design. Despite it being quite fast-paced, there's all sorts of themes and genres in it like drama, heartbreak, wit and some twists in the story. How do you manage to have them in a fast-paced story without it feeling sudden or forced or contrived? Well, that's a great question. I mean, I think it really goes to it's it's a that's a collaborative thing, right? Like we we'll, my brother and I will write the story, you know, we 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 kind of bounce the stories off each other. Sometimes he'll write the like like the episode, the first two two stories that you saw, one episode uh, the rock groupie chastity the rock groupie that was written by my brother and yeah. then the episode uh the hollywood groupie lucy that i wrote that one so we just bounce it off each other um and then it's a collaborative thing with the the actors you know? uh just trying to really get these get the feel of these characters you know they they, they get them they, they become them and that's how i think i think it's a collaborative thing and then we turn to our great cinematographer and be like hey you know because you know nowadays see i'm old school i used to shoot things like on you know on sticks you know so <laughs> he's like things are moving all the time and i think that helps to make the feel like it's fashion because he always has shots moving and things like that it's just a great thing and you've got to keep people's attention i suppose so these days yeah. films have to be fast-paced they do, <laughs> they do. Uh, we, we, we've got about i think it's uh it's probably uh shorter but i think we had about seven and a half minutes is the average attention span wow uh, it might be less than that now but yeah it's probably about seven seconds seven now yeah <laughs> I guess the question is, if it wasn't so fast-paced, do you think you would have had to add maybe an extra episode or so due to all the stuff that you've maybe had to cut out that's just filler, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want it to feel like that. You know, that's the that's the worst. Because, yeah. you know, Dev, Devin's a, he's an editor as well, right? So he knows the worst thing we want is for people to feel it's too long. Yeah. We want people to feel, want more. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. that, is, that is an editor's nightmare to be like, yo, when is it? If people looking at their work, when's this <laughs> <Yeah>. going in? <laughs> it's an editor's <laughs> nightmare. You know what I mean? So you want people to be like, wait, that's it? Wait, what's going on? I want to, what happens? You know, that's what you, so yeah. I think, I think, you know, I, I think that's the right choice to make it like that. Plus, we have we got six storylines to get through. You know, so if, if we're gonna go ahead and try to, you know, get through this, as long as it doesn't feel incomplete and everything is is rounded out by the time you hit that last episode, then we've done our job. Yeah. And how long did you two spend in the editing room? Because I guess is there a risk of 
of losing perspective if you stay too long. Oh, I think I'll, 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 I'll leave that up to Wes because he was in yeah. the editing suite. I wasn't able to be <laughs> in, the, in the editing suite. He I didn't so, even know yeah, when he, he was finished. so busy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's, a he's a multi-talented filmmaker. So he's a very good editor, but he's just as good, if not better, of a cinematographer. <laughs> so he's been out working. Um, yeah. I did a lot of the cutting on my own, but um, it's uh, we spent a lot of time in it. Like I said, we uh, it, it is it, it. Like I said, that question was so good because you can lose perspective yeah. because we shot the, we've we've been shooting this thing for over two years, like throughout that course. Yeah. You know, because we've had we shot one episode right, and then uh, a cast member quit or something <laughs> like that, and then we recast them and we shoot someone. So it's a big tough. Task of you know matching the situations and uh you know uh the moods thank god that these women character wise are different women so we can go with different moods lighting wise yeah. so that helps you know but um it, it took me about oh, it took me a while but the whole yeah. thing yeah over the course of a year yeah. just editing as we shot different episodes yeah and i think i think i think i'm 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 glad um wes was able to edit it because i think his style the style that he came with my mind wouldn't have went there he used a lot of the um cell phone footage and because i'm so big on actually shooting the stuff and so i would have probably leaned more towards the actual stuff that we shot but he edited that he used a lot more the cell phone footage which gave it like a reality feel um i would have probably went with it less so i like that he had he did that because he got to stick to his vision and it made it like um cinema and reality come together and i think a lot of the reviews that they were talking about they, they 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 like that you know a lot of it was attributed to to me but that was more his vision to do more of that live cell phone social media type of um type of vibe and I like that he put a lot lot more in the edit than probably I would have if I put it there so I'm glad I didn't compress his 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 vision by editing it because I'd have probably went a whole different direction and went yeah. more. Uh, you know, because that's just where my mind is. Well, what's coming up for you both? Have you got more projects either together or separately? Yeah, yeah I have a, we, I have we, a we few a projects I've worked on uh, that I've worked on that's um that's set for um to be as well. I've probably worked on I, I don't know. There's so many projects, but the latest one I worked on is a project called A Taste of Um Taste of Betrayal. That's a, actually a to be original. So definitely mm -hmm. look out for that. Um, I got a few projects in the works that's going to be to be originals also. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've worked on so much things. I finished um, a big project I just did with my brother Deuce King called Finesse, and um, that's that's also coming to um, Tubi. But it's, it's, it's a dope project. We, we got a, we got a lot of we got a lot of projects that's all um, happening. Tubi thing, seem though, to be like the thing right now. So a lot <laughs> yeah. of a lot of that's the stuff great, that I'm doing lately platform. been um, yeah, directed to either originals or just people getting their stuff out there on Tubi. And it's funny because yeah, I'm it's watching a, Tubi like crazy platform. now, even more than Netflix. <laughs> no, me too. It's a it's a great platform. And I just want to say we have a couple of more collaborations. Of course, we have the next two episodes or uh, next chapter of Groovy will be coming soon. You know, we're gonna start filming that right now, like in the early spring. Yeah. And um after that, uh we do have a, a another there's there's another film we have currently on Tubi called uh Playing Dirty. It's based on a best selling novel by Kiki Switzer. And we have another project based on one of her novels called The Candy Shop which should be out this month on TV. Wow. And yeah. this series, 
Groupie, The Blueprint of a Self-Made Millionaire, is available on... Guess what? To be. To be. Or not to be if you're outside of the US, right? <laughs> that was good. To be or not to be. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, yeah hopefully to be will go international soon, but uh, definitely uh, be on the lookout. Or if you got a VPN, use oh, it. Yeah. In, uh... <laughs> That's the secret. That's how you do it. Perfect. Yeah. Well, many thanks to both of you for coming on today. It's been great chatting to you. Uh, thank you so much, man. I appreciate the interview and, uh, yep. and the great questions. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribben Show.